Welcome to the Power of Love show sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Power of Love show sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation. We are here to provide hope resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. I am T.J. Jackson, and with me is my eldest brother, Taj Jackson. What's up, T? What is, what's going on, Taj? Not a mucho, not a mucho. Not a mucho. Today's date is September 21st, 2022. Uh, disclaimer for you all out there, we are not licensed therapists. We are just ordinary people who've experienced loss in our lives. We've been impacted by it and we have learned from it and we like to share our opinions in an attempt to help you get through whatever it is you may be going through. Saying that if you need professional help, we urge you to seek it and to find it. Please do not just rely on us. Um, Todd Jackson, we usually start the show off talking about the week um, and we do have a great show lined up. It's just going to be you and I, but we're going to be talking about a serious, serious, serious topic. Um, as this is September, um, this is Suicide Awareness Month in September. But before mm-hmm. we get into that, I love to know how your week has been going, or what's been going on the uh, last several geez. days for you. I know. I'm now. I'm trying to cheat and look. TJ, every day seems like it just gets uh, merged into another day. So it's it's <laughs> it's really hard for me. Um, I did have um, no. Was that this a colonoscopy? Uh, you did uh, that. Yes, I did do that. So I, I do recommend if you're um, in, I think you can start as early as 45 now. They lowered it. Um, but yeah, so I finally did that. And um, what, was that a hard decision for you, Taj? Not really. Um, just in general, it's prevention, you know, early prevention mm-hmm. or screening and stuff. Um, no, it wasn't a hard decision at all. It's just naturally uh lazy in general so just just setting everything up taj cancer doesn't run in our family so to say correct as far as we know as far as we know no in terms of like for young for younger i mean i i think grandpa died of some kind of cancer but he was 90 something so it's it wasn't you know in the six in the 60s or or 50s or anything like that um but yeah i i think it's there's an X factor because of mom's dad. We don't know his history of anything in that way. And so that's where we kind of have that toss up. But yeah, normally I would say no. Well, I, I will say this, Taj. I'm, I'm proud of you uh, for doing that. It's not an easy step. I know there's some fear involved. Um, but like oh, yeah, I said, there's a lot of fear and stress, <laughs> stress involved. In that, was, yeah. was it as hard as you thought it would be? Not not doing the screening at all in that way. It's just, it's just, you always, you know, you're scared that something going to find something or whatever in that way. We do know a lot of people um, in our circle, um, especially around my dad's friends that have died from cancer in mm. that way. So it's very common for us. And, and so that was kind of scary because a lot of them were healthy at one point, you know, very healthy. And then, it was detected either too late or uh, yeah, most of them, it was detected too late. Mm. Um, 
Well, again, Tarzan, I'm I'm proud of you, man. That's yeah. that's that's a cool thing. And 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 I'll be honest, I didn't expect you to be. I didn't expect to hear that from you. Um, not that I didn't think you would ever do it, but I'm I'm happy you 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 were proactive. I got kids now, G. As as, right, as you, you might not know, <laughs> in that way, like it's a little different. Like you um you you're living your life for for others as well in that way. You, yeah. yeah. So you have to be more responsible. Good for you, Taj Jackson. Good for you. Um, as for me, uh, I, I've been, I, I honestly can't even tell you what I've been up to. Um, I, I right. will say, yeah, it's it's crazy. But I will <laughs> say this, Taj, I'm very excited. I found out yesterday that Avatar uh, is being re-released. I don't know if it's just for this weekend or what. But it's <laughs> the movie Avatar, one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm going to go see it in 3D. And I'm thinking of taking my kids who were born at the time. Wow, that's one, true. One, one wasn't born, and one um, really taking the girls, but one wasn't born, and and two weren't born. And I'm I'm thinking the younger three. Royal seen it, but two uh, weren't born, and one was only one years old. So I'm thinking of taking the three of them to go see it. I don't think Rio could sit through a three hour movie, so it may just be me and the girls. But uh, that's something I'm looking forward to doing uh, this well, weekend. James so, Cameron will be very happy to hear that. Yeah, well, I think you know what's so funny. I think a lot of people. I think that's like going to be the main movie of this weekend. Um, th- there may be another, but everything else because I haven't been to a movie in a while, and I, I love going to movies. So uh, mm-hmm. I-, I looked to see what was out, and everything I saw was Avatar related. So I, I was in. So yeah. Um, but all right, Taja. If there is nothing else to talk about, I think we can jump into our show. But before we jump into our show, I just want to remind everyone, if you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube, to leave a like, uh, or you may be listening to us via podcast, make sure you subscribe on any of those platforms, and and you could also uh, leave a message or leave a review on the podcast. It helps others find our content who may be needing it, and uh, it's just it's helpful for the, the foundation. So... With that said today, Taj, today on today's episode of the Power of Love Show, we are going to be bringing attention to a very, very, very important topic in an effort to help end the stigma surrounding conversations such as these, and that topic is suicide. As you may or may not know, September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and we at DDJF want to open the line of communication with our community about important topics such as these in an attempt to raise awareness about warning signs, offer ways to broach the subject with a friend or loved ones, and to provide helpful resources that could potentially help save a life. We will be pulling information from two news articles, so we want to credit those at the top of the show, and we will include those links to both of those articles in the show notes. The first article is entitled World Suicide Prevention Day, Warning Signs and Resources for Those in Need. It's by Renee Onk. Onk, I think that's how you say it, uh, for CNBC.com. And the second article is entitled September Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. Here's what you need to know by Aaron Deer for Scout Magazine. But before, Taj, before we dive in, we lastly want to remind our audience that if you yourself are having thoughts of self-harm or suicide, ideation to the phone uh, the 
if you're having thoughts of self-harm, the phone number to the Suicide Crisis Lifeline is 988 here in the U.S. And you can call, text, or online chat with someone there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We will also be adding international hot numbers in the show notes for our international listeners and viewers. Um I am so happy, before I get on to it, but I am so happy that they've shortened this phone number to simply 988. I know Logic, the artist. Yeah, I was going to say, that's kind of interesting. Because uh, I was like, wow, that's that's new. It's a lot or, better. Yeah. Not new, but I've no, never heard new. of it. No, no, I, I did some research on it, Taj, and I think it was over the summer. They, they made good, it good. this I'm number. So and, much easier. I know Logic the Artist had a number one song which was titled The Phone Number to the Suicide Prevention Line or Suicide Help um, um, Line. But I feel this should have been the case and it should be the case worldwide where it's an easy number to remember. It's an easy number to uh, to dial. And, and I love the fact that it's 24-7. I love that you can call or text, I think, or online chat. I think all is that important, all that is important. But I have to say, I, I always wonder how many lives could have been saved if, if this number was implemented earlier. I mean, th- I've heard that number, the, the longer form number while ago and never, never, never could recite any of it. Sure, I, I can say I haven't really had any type of negative thoughts that could lead me to feeling like I needed to know the number. But 988 is 10 times easier. So I'm just very happy and I want to applaud those who worked hard because everything takes some some effort to get it done. I really want to applaud and work everyone who made 988 the simple number, the simple go-to um, number for, for people who may need help uh, for suicide and, and, and any type of crisis. So there you guys go. 988, you can call or text. That's here if you're in the States. And if you want to chat, you can go to 988lifeline.org. Um, all right, Taj. So the first thing we have to do is uh, we're going to dive into this conversation. And the first step in this conversation is to become aware of warning signs of suicide ideation. Um, I'll be honest, you guys, I didn't really know the term ideation, um, but that is the term for uh, knowing about, that's the term that is used when it comes to suicide. So indicators of suicidal ideation can range from verbal cues to changes in behavior. And some aren't as obvious as you think. It won't always be as clear as I'm going to end it all or I'm going to kill myself. But if a loved one says those words to you, then they should be taken seriously. If someone you know is talking about suicide, whether directly or indirectly, it's important to address it. Here are some comments to pay attention to. So we're going to highlight some of these. Um, people would be better off without me. I wish I were dead. I can't take it anymore. I just can't go on. You won't have to worry about me anymore. These are blatant warning signs. Obviously, these aren't the only warning signs, um, but these are obvious cues that someone may need help. Um, Taj, is there anything you want to add before I continue on? Because I don't want to just hog the mic. Not really. I mean, those definitely... um... I can understand hearing those words and some people not, not knowing the severity of it. But yeah, those are words that shouldn't be taken lightly at all. And then if someone utters those words, they're really at a love that, um, that you should be aware of in that. So 
I don't really have anything to add in that, but some of those that I just read, um, mm -hmm. I didn't, not that I didn't know, but they were like, uh, some of them were obvious, like in terms of don't worry about me anymore. Like I would have taken that as a serious one. I just can't go on can be very, you know, I might not have taken that as serious. Um, even though now reading it in this context, it does sound, you know, yeah. severe. Yeah. So especially, I, especially I can't take it anymore. You know, that, that yeah. can be in reference to a lot of things. And I think that's the takeaway that you are trying to say is that sometimes it doesn't come in the exact terms that it doesn't, album. it's not black or white. It's not, I wish I were dead, which is something that that one I would, I would understand be like, okay, that's serious. But, um, even the people are better off without me. Like I, 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 you know, that's kind of, you can kind of make a judgment call on that, but now hearing that I would be like, okay, that's a, that's a warning sign. Well said, Mr. Taj Jackson. So, um, a warning, another warning sign you guys would be behavioral changes, which is including creating a plan or even if you're finding things um, that uh, one of your kids or a sibling or a friend, if they're bringing stuff or, or into things that, uh, that really don't align with, with what they were, um, it could be a warning sign. Any indication that someone is coming up with a plan to harm themselves is significant, of course, especially if you stumble upon searches in their web history about ways to take their own life. Other indicators could be a person reading or writing about suicide. Additionally, behavioral changes can suggest that someone is having suicidal thoughts, especially not wanting to do activities that they used to uh, that they used to like. Uh, here's a couple. We're going to highlight a couple of these. Um, so, for instance, these are some signs that you can look out for: no longer wanting to to hang out with other people, quitting sports, skipping school, getting lower grades. Having a more difficult time going to work, drinking or using drugs, sleeping more or sleeping less. These are all possible behavioral signs um, that we should be mindful of. So if someone, uh, we're noticing this on someone else, it may be time to, to, to take some type of action and um, to try to help that person in need. Um, keep in mind, there are some people who, when depressed, also think about suicide, but sometimes that depression looks more like anxiety or irritability. So we have to be very, very careful um, to not think that it's going to be so forward and, and um, so in your face. Um, let's see. Uh, I just want to make sure. So Angie really quick wants to know why September suicide month. I don't know. I don't have the, the history behind that. Maybe one will know, but I, I will say this. I'm actually very happy that they've done this. You know, we're losing too many people to suicide. It's becoming more and more common um, as the years go by. Um, I know there's a lot of more pressures that some of us from an older generation don't really understand and um, that our, our youth are feeling. Um, and it, and it, here's another thing, you guys. It doesn't just have to be youth. It could be people in our generation. It could be older people, you know. Um, some celebrities and just celebrities we know have taken their own lives at, at, at older ages older than me. So this isn't just a youth thing, but I, I, I will say that I, I've noticed in trend. I, I'm into um, parenting, and I'm always reading and books on parenting and looking up stats, and it seems like suicide is on the climb for our youth in a very serious way. 
Uh, as Carm, as Carmi says, I like that name, by the way. It is so sad that here in South Africa, a lot of our young people are committing suicide. Our young people are going through so much from peer pressure, being bullied. We need to keep them in our prayers. Uh, Taj, is there anything before I continue on you want to comment about the trend of, of you know, I guess the trend of, of our youth wanting to take their own life? Is there anything you would tell them? Well, I do think with, you know, the, the as you said, or as Carmi um, said, the youth being bullied and pressure, peer pressure, bullying, that stuff obviously always adds to that equation, especially now with social media, things get amplified hundreds plus in, in that way. So something that internally for us going to school, it's within the school comp compound that you have the stigma or whatever, cause you're getting bullied or teased about something. What, what um, kids today have to deal with it being online and the world knowing about something or the world no um, you're being teased in front of the whole world so i think us as parents or us as elders we have to understand that it's not something just because we had to deal with some bullying or something in the past we have to really kind of think of what these kids are going through today because i remember as a kid like the everything was dr drastic everything was important everything you know um everything was amped to 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 the number 10 in that way and i can't imagine growing up in this era where now it's social media and now it's the world that gets to make decisions about you and 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 chime into something that they don't even know you and they still chime in and make comments about so it's a tough time to be a kid and so we have to be very aware and and um and uh watchful in that way yeah, there's uh, Lena has a good uh, comment. She says, I think this topic should be spoken about in schools, teach kids it's okay to not be okay, and to also make them aware of what their friends might be feeling, teach them to talk about their feelings. I agree with this. And, I, and it's cool because I think we're moving in that direction where it's okay to say I'm not okay, uh, where it's not a sign of weakness. Um, you know, we don't understand, as I just said, couple minutes ago we don't understand the pressures our youth are feeling so we mm -hmm. have to be respectful of that they are growing up and we can't just because we may have had to toughen things out uh, we have to be mindful that they may be going through different things um so uh laura says one of my friends is showing signs of depression to the point she may think of suicide she refuses to talk don't know how to help her um again laura me nor taj are professionals um, all we could do is give our personal opinions to help. Um, but I, I would love for you to even call maybe the hotline yourself and ask them this question. I'm sure they can give you some great answers. Um, I, my, my thing is I would also just make sure they know that they're loved and that they're special mm -hmm. and, and what they mean to you. I think a lot of times when people go down this route, they feel that they don't have any worth to anyone. And, um, I think that's, that's the first step, but I would encourage you to call the hotline and ask them this question. I've never asked that question. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I know there's going to be some more, ben, um, some more things we're going to learn later on in the show about how to handle this. But in your case, I would call the hotline. Don't, don't feel it's just for those who are experiencing it. 
um, I would call and ask because you're you're concerned and and it's better to be safe than sorry. Good. Um. So, anyways, the the next important topic to cover in this conversation. Uh, oh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. I I I I almost went to the end of the show. I didn't want to do that. Um. So I Thank apologize. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, you're um, surprised that I don't know. <laughs> I am sorry. So, um, yes, there, we're going to talk about an, an another important aspect. Let me just get rid of this comment. Don't want to say it like that. That didn't sound right. right. But um, let me pull. While you're doing that, I do want to say something. Well, well, go ahead, Taj. Yeah. Um, you, you you did give good advice because I do think people going down that road. Um, there's a loneliness to it. And so letting your, your friend know that you're there when you, when they do want to open up and talk and, and how much you care for them. Obviously TJ and I aren't licensed in any way. So just um, take that into account. But I think that does help like letting them know how much you care for them and that you are there whenever they need to talk. It doesn't matter what time or whatever. Um, Cause there is, I, I do feeling this that there's a loneliness aspect of it of being alone and or that life doesn't matter if, if they're gone and so self-worth is very important in that way yeah and, and one way to help build a friend's self-worth is to ex express to them what they mean to you and, yep. and 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 sometimes we assume they know um but we, we there's nothing wrong with saying i love you and and you're special to me and you're important to me um, and you don't even have to talk about the reasons why you're saying it. Just saying that can help a lot. Um, but I, I wouldn't give up talking to them if they, you know, you got to be there for them, hold them, hug them, spend time with them. Um, and again, as I had said earlier, I would strongly suggest you to call the hotline and get some personal advice for your specific situation. Um, I would say one more thing, just, uh, yeah, just please. in here. Don't always go by perception too, in that way. Sometimes the, the people that you think are the strongest are really hurting inside and vice versa. Sometimes the ones you know, um, that are hurting inside can be really strong and, and not be suicidal, but just really going through a lot. Um, and then you got to be careful with the quiet ones that are just internalize everything too. Uh, Tori says, I think prayer can be a helpful helping factor, especially if the person is spiritual, but definitely there's more that needs to be done beyond prayer. Things to be worked through, 100%. Oh. Um, thank you for that comment too, Tori. All right, so to recap this portion, um, some warning signs to indicate if someone you know is at risk for suicidal include... Uh, talking about wanting to die or to kill themselves, talking about feeling hopeless or having no reason to live, talking about feeling trapped or in unbearable pain, talking about being a burden to others, acting anxious or agitating, withdrawing or isolating themselves. And and here's the thing, for those who are going through this difficult period in their life, they're not able to see the long-term, um, the long-term. They're thinking everything short-term is permanent. They think like... Um, you know, that they truly are a burden to those that love them. And that's such a unfortunate um, mentality. And um, it's, I, I feel th those of us on the outside looking in need to do all we can to help that person 
see um, that they are worthy and to see that there is um, light at the end of the tunnel, so to say. And, and again, we're going to continue to pound this. You guys call the 988 number. It's a 24-7 suicide crisis lifeline that you can always access. You can call it, you can text it, and you can chat with it um, if, if that's what you're needing to do. Do not be shy. This is what they're there for. Um, we all, no matter where you're from in this world, we all don't want to see anyone go through pain. Um, and we don't want to see our loved ones um, have to bury or, or, or say goodbye to someone that they, that they truly, truly love. So please be careful and um, be on the lookout for each, each other. Um, okay, so now let me get to these these warning signs, Sarge. I know we talked about some, um, but the uh, yeah, we did talk about. It. I wanted to ask you, Taj, was there any other that came off the top of your head for uh, on on possible warning signs besides these that are listed? Um, I would even yeah. I mean, obviously if they're talking about something, whatever, but even just being aware of if something drastic happens in your friend's life or your, 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 your family's life or whoever it is, just take notice of that too. Like so it could be a, a great loss or um, you have to be aware of that in that way. Cause it's always what I'm hearing, seeing this is talk. They're talking about this. They're talking about that, but sometimes people don't talk. They just, you know, it's, a trigger in that way. So they, if they, if you lose someone it, that's very dear to you, that's a, that's a warning sign to me that, you know, how I, to check in and see how you're doing. Or if someone's job is everything to them, their self-worth and they get fired or lose that job, you know, as we, we saw a lot of with that pen, with the pandemic, you know, that shifted a lot of stuff in terms of people not being able to work and people not being able to self-worth in that way. So I don't think it's always about expressing yourself. I think it's also triggers in that way. Taj Saleh had, has two great comments I want to highlight. Uh, first, she says, I agree with Taj. We have to be careful with perceptions with the quote unquote calm ones and also the bubbly ones, as they may not know how to express sadness or anger. I think that's a very important and very true comment, Soleil. So thank you for sharing that. And Soleil also, yeah. Soleil also says, I think it's important for men to have a community or a platform to yeah. talk. In general, women talk more easily about their problems. The best is to talk, process problems as they come, as the ac accumulation can lead to more serious problems. And Soleil, I think this is very equally as important. I yep. think oftentimes us men, we have too much pride or we don't know how to express ourselves. Um, and, you know, we need to make sure we are on the lookout for um, for the men who, who don't know how to open up. You know, there's a lot of pressures that males face, um, in general males face from financial and 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 prestige and pride. There's a lot of little um, factors that a lot of times male put themselves, a lot of stressors males put themselves under and sometimes to an unfair amount, um, just as women do with looks and, and beauty and things um, that sometimes we bubble, we hold it in and we don't let it out. And that could lead to some dangerous paths. So thank you for uh, highlighting that and you guys be careful about that. 
Um, anyways, Taj, we'll continue moving from the articles. And the next step to raise awareness on this subject is just, is to discuss how we can help a loved one who may be having suicidal thoughts. When you sus- suspect that someone is considering suicide, the next best step is to directly ask them ask them if that's what they mean by their statements or if they're seriously considering taking their own life. Despite what you may think, asking directly does not put the idea in somebody's head. If they already have the idea or thoughts of suicide, being asked in a genuine and empathetic way actually relieves their anxiety because now they can talk about it. You should never walk away from the situation without asking if the person truly means what they're saying. And it's imperative to refrain from being judgmental as it can make matters worse. That's what she notes. When we're having that conversation, it needs to be empathetic and compassionate with our full attention while listening. They just want to be listened to and know that they're heard. Um, this is very interesting. This is something that would have went against my instincts or my inclination. Um, I think I'm saying that right word, right? Uh, it's been a long day for me, Taj, but, um, it's, I find it very interesting and fascinating that there's strong advice out there to ask directly. Um, is this what you meant? I think it's key to remember that it has to be done in a genuine and compassionate way. Um, It can't be done as if you're belittling someone. Be serious about this. This is obviously a serious topic. But according Mm -hmm. to this advice, it's saying to ask, is this what you meant? And the benefit of that, it allows the person who may be under this pressure, under this depression to open up and to express themselves and could possibly help save their life. So. Um, what about you, Taj? I'm curious to know. Did you would you have assumed that? No, no, no. I would assume. Right? Just, I mean, just to just to ask someone in that way. I, yeah. I thought it would be delicate, and and, and I I guess you know they they say it, it's not going to put it in their head. So I that would have been my main fear, like don't give them any ideas. But hearing that, it does make sense to me in that way because it does open up. Um, room for conversation or um, even if they deny it they might now know that you that they're showing signs and might be more open to that if you're if you're open and and as it's all about the approach too um i think you have to handle it very gently in that way because no no ridicule no you know nothing like that to the point where it drives them even further Taj, I think it's important to also note, as we put here, that uh, there's also a dedicated number in Spanish, 1-888-628-9454. Again, that's 1-888-628-9454. I think that's very important information to know. Um, Now, Taj, we have a banner um, for phrases. Um, I should say an overlay. So for those who aren't watching on our on Facebook or YouTube, you will be hearing us read what these comments are and what to do. But for those of you who are watching, you want to avoid saying things like, why would you do that? Or don't do anything stupid or crazy. Or it's not worth getting upset about. Or things will get better. And that's one that I would say I'm guilty of saying. I It's... It, I, I obviously believe things will get better, but that's not the right phrase to say after someone is opened up that they have said that they are thinking of taking their life. 
um, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional, but I, I think the the key thing that we have to remember is that we have to connect with with one who's feeling this this way. And when you say things will get better, I think oftentimes um, it's showing that you're not really understanding what they may specifically be going through. Instead of uh, phrases like the ones I had just mentioned, you want to aim for phrases like, is suicide something that you're telling me you're thinking about? Um, You could say, I care about you. I want to understand. I'm here and I want to help you. And you are not alone. Um, Those are all phrases that I'm confident that... I've learned from doing this show and, you know, we're what 300 shows almost in mm-hmm. we I've learned and grown so much that I've learned a lot of these phrases and the importance of these. Um, but there's still things that we can learn and every situation is different. Please remember that. Um, so again, if you know, or feeling that even yourself, if you're feeling like you may be having those kind of thoughts, it's very, very, very important to, uh, Get help. Call 988-988 if you're here in the States. Text it. Um, and again, for those internationally, there's numbers in the show notes that you can reach out to um, if you're needing that help. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to, uh, before I continue it on, Taj, anything you want to say about um, the phrases and what you actually say to someone who has expressed that they're feeling real low and, and are possibly suicidal? Um, can you put that? One back up because I did have something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The I I today I'm kind of guilty of the things will get better and it's not worth getting upset about in the past. I would say. Yeah. Just, just trying to make light of something in general. Um. But I've also realized that because what's important to you, and you know, minimizing someone else's pain because everything's relative to what they're going through in that way. Um, so I've, I have made, made that mental change in that. And, and I did like the, instead of, you know, it's, it's not that important or it's not that big a deal or whatever. It's, I do like the, I'm here for you. How can I help uh, you and, and make sure things get better for you? I think there's, um, I like, the idea of you being present too. I, I didn't see that in there that much. I did say I, I, I'm here and I want to help you, but how can I? It's like more inviting. Inclusive, yeah. Yeah, like I, I'm here. I care about you. How can I help things get better for you in that mm. way? And then, that, then as someone that's going through something, you know, it opens up a conversation or it could, you know, in that way as, as opposed to, and I want to help you. And that has to have a certain delivery aspect of it. Good point, Taj. And, and another thing that uh, I didn't want to cut you off, but another phrase that we need to avoid is uh, that Jennifer mentions is saying oh, yeah. people have it worse than you. Uh, that is one that a lot of people I think are guilty of. They try to, they think they're helping or, or consoling someone by, by, trying to inform them of of how much they actually have in life by saying people have it worse than you. That one's not going to be truly effective. So Jennifer, thanks for, for mentioning that one. one, That's an important one. I'd like to add on to that though, which is another thing. 
some people I've noticed as well, um, they try and one up someone's pain. So if someone is talking about something and something that's bothering them, then the other person will try and throw at something and that bothers them, you know, what's going on in their life that's bad, trying to match it as opposed to just empathizing with that person. I've seen that happen a couple times in that way. Um, Lana actually, Lana also has a great comment as well. She puts so true. Um, someone who wants to end their life is likely self-condemning already. So we need compassion. Perfectly mm -hmm. said, Lana. It's compassion that we have to yep. go in with and, and understand. We have to lead with the light of compassion. So thank yeah. you for that. Um, okay. So uh, let's see. Try to get as many details as you can to determine if they truly have a plan. You want to know if they have access to means to follow through or a day chosen to do so because it can give you a sense of how imminent and high risk the situation is. Very, very, very important. Um, now, the next important topic to cover in this conversation is resources. Once someone has opened up to you about what they're feeling, you can begin to introduce resources and start discussing the possibility of speaking with a professional. Remember to always follow up after a person has sought out these resources. It's important to ensure that they're doing better. Plan to keep using the preventative measures and that they know that you're supporting them. Here are some support, some resources you can suggest. Let me pull it up on the screen. Um, again, you can call 988 24 7 Suicide Crisis Lifeline. You could talk to a mental health professional and ask if you could take them to their appointment, if that is more comfortable for them. And you could speak to your primary care doctor or physician. Now, for any of us who are wanting to help one that needs the help, um, it's important to be respectful of um, their wishes. You know, if they want you to stay outside and let have a one-on-one -on -one with their doctor, you cannot try to trump that and say, I'm coming in no matter what. We have to let them lead this, this road to, to health. Again, I'm not a professional, so take my, my advice with a grain of salt. But I think it's safe to say that we have to be supportive and not, um, uh, what's the word, not uh, authoritative. We have to be the support system. Um, again, you guys, if this is imminent, if we feel this is close um, for a friend of ours, a family member of ours, Call 988. Do not just rely on us. Super, super important. Call 988. Get the professional advice. This is what they do. They work on yep. this 24-7 a day. They handle this situation. Every situation is different. Everybody is unique. So it's tough to do these kind of shows because these are sometimes general advice. When people are not so general, everyone is different. Every situation is different. Although millions of people are going through similar situations, each situation is unique. We could be yeah. coming off of a, a, a tragedy. We can be coming off a loss. We could just be having a mental issue. Um, there's some things that we maybe have that uh, we haven't been diagnosed with. There's so mm -hmm. many unique factors that can that can change how to handle something. So please don't hesitate to call and ask for help. Um, now, 
Suicide prevention is everybody's business and everybody's job. It is a public health issue. It takes a community. Faith, schools, workplace, home, neighborhoods, healthcare, and everybody to play a role in identifying people who may be at risk. As we mentioned, September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and it's important to note that suicidal thoughts can affect anyone. By simply having enough knowledge to recognize and be aware of a serious situation and then turning it over to an expert, you're performed, you have performed a heroic act. According to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, 90% of people who die by suicide may have experienced symptoms of a mental health condition. By making an effort to be aware of these symptoms and responding appropriately, you could quite literally save someone's life. The National Action Alliance for Suicide Prevention, who are the folks behind the 98 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, lists five action steps for communicating with someone who may be suicidal. Number one, ask the question, are you thinking about suicide? It's a scary thing to ask, but using that word in a direct manner can open the door to a meaningful conversation. This will not cause the person to think about suicide for the first time. Again, we've mentioned this, but it's such a powerful uh, concept that that I, I think most people um, aren't really, you know, don't. It's not the assumption. It's it's, it's not something you would instinctively do. So it's important yeah. to ask. Be direct. This is again. This is the advice from the people who came up and run the suicide line. They say to ask directly: Are you having suicidal thoughts? Are you thinking about suicidal? Are you thinking about suicide? Number two, be there for the person who is at risk. This doesn't mean you have to solve this problem by yourself. In fact, you should not commit to anything you are not willing or able to accomplish. But mm. simply showing support for someone at risk can be life-saving. Taj, before I get to the next three, I want to, or, uh, yeah, the next three points, I want to make sure there's nothing you wanted to add on to either of those first two. No. Actually, we're pretty good right now. You're pretty good. Yep. All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna keep it moving. Uh, number three, you can keep the person safe. Ask if the person has already done anything to try to kill themselves before, and if they mm -hmm. have a specific plan. The goal of this step is to put distance between the person and their chosen method, whether it's firearms, medication, etc. Do not leave the person alone if they appear to be in imminent danger. Do not leave them alone if they appear to be in imminent danger. Got Number four, we have to connect them with a qualified ongoing support like the 988 Lifeline. You should never, ever promise to keep this discussion a secret just between the two of you. Wow, it's powerful. The 988 Lifeline is for those contemplating suicide and also for those worried about someone else. In short, if you need help for yourself or a friend, call it. Their website also has additional resources for the hearing impaired, veterans, and those affected by a natural disaster. Very powerful. Again, um, you heard it, 988. If you yourself are going through suicidal thoughts or someone you know has expressed or you may have strong inclinations that they're going through suicidal thoughts, call or text 988, and you can also chat with them anytime uh at 988lifeline.org um taj we have one more 
one more tip that the the folks at the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline uh, suggest doing, um, and that is to follow up to see how they are doing. Just sending a short text message can increase their feelings of connect connectedness, which in turn can reduce their risk of suicide. By identifying those at risk and connecting them with the support they need, we can prevent tragedy. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, you can call or text 988 or chat with them online at any time. And again, don't forget about the number in Spanish. It is 1-888-3-8-1-888-628-9454. Again, we're, not, we're going to post the international hotlines in our show notes as well. So if you're from another country, check out our show notes. Let's not, people, let's not shy away from these type of conversations. Instead, yeah. let's normalize talking about these subjects in an effort to raise awareness and help others who may be struggling. Uh-huh. That's uh, all the information we have. But Taj, before we close the show, I want to make sure you, if there's anything else you want to add, you can feel free to add. Um, I, I was going to have a question, but it was answered in the last one. was basically what about the, if a friend tells you to keep it a secret, I'm not, you know, don't tell anyone scenario of it. But that was answered. I'm happy it was answered in that way. Yeah. Definitely encourage them to, to seek help and whatever, um, or call the hotline yourself and say your friend that's doing this, this, and this to get expert advice in that. But I do think the keeping it, even if your friend is the closest thing to you and they're like, please don't tell anyone. I think you do need to talk to an expert in a way and call the hotline and, and get their advice on what to do. If your friends try not hold it all in. And I, first I would encourage the friend to call the hotline themselves, but if that was something they weren't willing to do, I, I think the person should call and say, I have a friend that's, blah, 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 and I'm, they don't want to call, but I'm calling to see what I can do in that way. Because as Tia said, we're not experts. We're just giving we're giving our advice from a perspective in that way, but there are people that are more equipped to handle those things. Uh, Caitlin, I, it's been posted for a while, but international hotlines, um, I'm not going to re-say the, the website, but for those who are watching on Facebook and YouTube, you can see the website. Again, it's going to be in the show notes, um, but this isn't for anyone who's uh, international. Um, yeah. I saw at one point someone gave a country, and I was going to highlight it, but I can't find it. Um, but I do want to go through some important comments that I think um, are important. Jennifer says, lending an ear is huge help. Sometimes people feel like they're not seen or heard. Um, That's true. Uh, Lana says, hi, TJ and Taj. Thanks so much for approaching this sensitive topic. I know today is mainly for young people, but the suicide rate of older people has skyrocketed too. And loneliness is huge. That is true. Um, Carrie says, I lost a couple of youth I volunteered with to suicide a number of years ago. You feel helpless and wish you could have done more. It takes time to process. Um, and Sophie says, thank you for bringing this topic into the show. I'm sure this will be helpful to so many people. And then Miss Silent Siren says, 
Thank you so much for all the tips and hotlines to help people in need. You guys are superheroes in in hoodies. Uh, very, very uh, sweet. We don't consider ourselves superheroes. We just are two young gents who have been through loss and want to do our part in, in trying to help you guys either get through it or, or try to avoid it. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's... Um, that is the reason why uh, we're, we do these shows. Balmy with the Super Chat says, Hi, Foofy and Taj. Taj gets younger every week. Uh, <laughs> Honey Martina with the Super Sticker. Carol with the Super Sticker. And we want to thank the three of you for contributing to our foundation with those Super Stickers and Super Chats. Um, once again, you guys... Uh, this is Taj and TJ Jackson. This is the Power of Love show. If this is your first time tuning in, we encourage you to subscribe on Facebook or YouTube or to follow us on a podcast. I think that's the term. Um, and again, thank you guys for joining on this very important topic. It is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. And before the month escaped us, we at the DD Jackson Foundation wanted to do our part in highlighting and helping you. Uh, possibly save your own life or saving someone you love's life. Um, yep. With that said, I think we're going to close. Taj, anything else you want to add? No, just um, obviously I was reading the comments and stuff like that. And my heart, there's been a, um, a lot of people that have um, contemplated or tried in, even in our audience and stuff like that. And I think it's important to let them know how much they're, how much, importance they are to everyone in that way. Um, some of the names that I've seen, it's, uh, I just know in general, like it, this, this whole community wouldn't be the same without them. So, in that. Yeah. And I, I wanna thank you guys for, for hanging with us. I know it's not the easiest show, it's not the easiest topic, but it's an important show and an important topic to discuss. So thank you guys for watching, thank you for listening, and we will be back next Wednesday at one o'clock. All right. You guys, yep. be, please be safe. Adios, everyone. And love to you always.